Hi, I'm Maddie. And I'm Charlotte. And today we have a big announcement. Drum roll, please. We're changing our podcast name. Woo! So we are going from wine and cheese to wine and rewind. You know, we kind of started this off as let's just talk about whatever. Yeah. So COVID happened and it changed everyone. So we started to do review podcasts and we just realized we enjoyed it so much. Right. We think we want to continue with this format and we hope you stick around so you can listen and watch with us. And yeah, I'm super excited for the direction that we're going to head. Yep. And let us know if you agree with our review. Not only agree, but also if you have suggestions for new things to watch. Because we're going to be looking for new titles of movies and TV shows. And of course, we're still going to have wine. Of course. And alcohol. That's still a big part of our podcast. But we wanted to really focus on reviews of like the favorite things that we're enjoying right now. Right. So welcome to the new show. Today, we are drinking. It is a rosé whispering angel. And this is from Côte de Provence rosé. Is that French? Provence? Provence. Yeah. This was actually a gift. Big ass bottle of wine. Yeah, it's a really big bottle. But it's good. It's refreshing. It's crisp. It was perfect for the summer. Yeah, I hosted a little gathering a couple weeks ago and someone was kind enough to bring this bottle and so we're trying it out today and it is pretty delicious. I've already gone through one glass and I'm on my second glass so we'll see how this podcast goes. Yeah, it's gonna be good. So, how was your week? It was good. This week was very good. I um, had the weekend prior off, which is like rare for me, so Mm -hmm. it was really nice. Yeah. How about you, Maddie? Well, this weekend was like really busy. I had a lot going on. We did a hike. Like, I don't recognize who I am these days. I did a hike. <laughs> you did whitewater rafting. I did whitewater rafting. You're biking. Exactly. It's like, oh my goodness, the summer has unleashed a whole new person that's like all about the outdoors and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Like, I'm really enjoying it. I'm appreciating the time that we get to spend outdoors because who knows what the fall's going to bring. So true. Like everything's so up in the air. My job is saying that we probably won't go back until 2021. That's if you go back at all. If we go back at all. And it's like, who knows where the world's heading. I feel like the world's gone haywire. So yeah, it I'm might kinda, actually be safer to stay home. Yeah. I'm actually like enjoying just this time, like this, this summer a yeah. whole lot. That's about it. Yeah, I didn't have anything new happen to me. All right, so let's get right into it. As you all know, we are currently reviewing Sex in the City, Season 1. So this episode is episode three. It's a Bay of Married Pig. Well, Charlotte, do you want to give us a quick synopsis of what happened? Yes. So Carrie is invited to a couple's house in the Hamptons only to be flashed by the husband. Miranda's law firm thinks she's a lesbian and Samantha gets to know her doorman better. Meanwhile, Charlotte dumps an eligible guy with the wrong china pattern. So what did you think about this episode? This was actually like a really good episode and like one of those classic sex in 
the City episodes yeah. that it just kind of encompasses what I love about the show. Absolutely. It's very New York life. She goes from Hamptons to lunch to like having a new boyfriend in a week. <laughs> it's very fast paced. Lots of things happen. And not only that, like it's one of those episodes where they really pose an interesting question and like do this comparison between single and married people and like what changes when you say I do like when you go down the aisle and say your vows all of a sudden like you become a completely different person so before we get into it let's just go scene by scene yeah. and go over our thoughts first scene Carrie is visiting her friends at the Hamptons. It's a married couple. They have a beach house. She's so excited to be there. She says that when you go to the Hamptons, you either you have to sing for your meal, basically. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a lawyer, you have to give legal advice. If you're a financial advisor, you have to give financial advice. And if you're single, you have to give your war stories. <laughs> so she's over there with her friends, and she's telling them all the details and having a good time, and they're soaking it up and living vicariously through her. The next morning, she wakes up. Her friend is off getting, like, breakfast. breakfast muffins. Yeah, yeah, breakfast muffins. And she walks out of her room. Her friend's husband is standing there, butt naked. Like, yeah. penis Just out. penis out. He's actually wearing a t-shirt and nothing else. Which is really weird. And he's just like, good morning. With a cup of coffee, no shame. Just standing there, proud and there. What did you think about that? Like, I, that was, like, yeah. wild. Yeah, I, I guess, like, you can't know what your reaction will be I feel like if it happened to me I'd be like shocked like I'd have like a very visceral and physical reaction like oh my gosh cover up like oh my goodness you she know? played it real cool though yeah Can't... she just stood there that's how I was like okay so her to me her reaction was a little weird like if it was you like for whatever reason happened to like sleep over your friend's house and you like... I would have assumed that it was a mistake like I would have been like oh my gosh yeah. oh my gosh like I would have covered my <laughs> eyes like and assumed that it was a mistake she didn't do that at she all she didn't no she's just like and she just stood there for good 15 30 <laughs> seconds like showdown who's moving first yeah that was weird and then but not that it's her fault no it's definitely not, not her, fault. her fault i think i appreciated the fact that she just decided to like tell her friend oh right off the cuff yeah, yeah like right off the cuff because i feel like it's an awkward situation like if you would have kept it a secret it would have festered and maybe lingered into something yeah. that it wasn't well also it's like why would you keep it a secret it's not like you did anything wrong so she brings it up to her friend and says, hey, like, by the way, I saw Peter's Peter. <laughs> and FYI, congratulations. And then, anyway, long story short, her friend basically, like, rushed her out the house, made a whole... How like, do you feel about that part? I don't think it's cool. But at the same time, like, that would have been an awkward-ass weekend. I would have left on my own. I don't appreciate her having to kick you out. If yeah. it was me, if I was in Carrie's position, I would have been like, you know what? I think I'm going to duck out. Um, but Carrie wanted to enjoy time at the beach. <laughs> like, she slept all this way. Honestly, Peter was, ruined her like beach vac like, Honestly, weekend. if it was me, I would have, like, and I was a wife, I would have kicked the husband out. Like, no, you're on time out. Go back to the city. Like, how dare you? What, yeah. are you, what is this? You know? Just, it was just awkward. I mean, clearly, like, the husband was clearly in the wrong. Like, the husband and wife definitely needed time to talk about it. They yeah. sorted it out. And with Carrie there, they weren't going to be able to talk about it. In I peace. don't know. I didn't care but, for the way that she kicked her out. Like, I just... I, I mean, 
mean, like, I think as a friend, maybe I would have been like, you know what? This is just kind of awkward and I have to have a conversation with my husband about it. And like, I guess it would have been a bigger thing. Yeah. I don't know. It was very awkward. But anyway, long story short, Carrie ended up getting ushered to the train station and sent on her way. There was a bunch of stuff that happened to Okay, so she has, like, breakfast with the girls, letting them know what's going on. And the next scene, she hangs out with Stanford. Stanford. She's walking down the street with Stanford. She sees an old friend who used to be straight and now has a life partner and another we. Another we, but on the other side of the uh, sexual line. Yeah. And they automatically hit her up. He hasn't seen her in, like, a couple years, and he's like... And they assume, because they ask, like, oh, are you seeing anyone? Are you single? Are you married? And she says, I'm single. And then he's like, oh, you would be perfect. And then they go into pitching her to be an egg donor. That's so wrong. She's like, when did single become, like, you're not even a human anymore. You're just, like, a donor. You're not using your eggs. Can we have one? (laughs) (laughs) How does that make you feel? Like, as someone that has talked about not wanting to have children, if someone's like, well, you're not using them, let me take them. I would feel exactly like Carrie feels, like, used, completely used and abused. I think people just have so many assumptions when you're single. Mm -hmm. They just assume everything. Everything and I love about this show and this first season was great with it it was just like all these quick one liners that were just like they hit home yeah and there were so many with regards to when did single uh, when did single translate to being non-human or in the case of Miranda being gay yeah so later on the next scene is Miranda's in a baseball game with the firm and someone sets her up with a girl and she's like what are you what I'm not gay (laughs) so someone went ahead and set her up with a lesbian. And I guess they just assumed she was a lesbian one. She's got the short hair. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. an attorney, so she's probably got that demeanor of And like, she's probably wearing a lot of business suits to be taken very seriously at work. She doesn't dress as... She doesn't dress as... Uh, really? Like, she's yeah, not... Sexually. Inappropriately. First of all, being set up with someone on the spot is awkward as hell. Because mm-hmm. Carrie got set up with someone later, which we'll talk about. But to be set up with someone has that ever happened to you being set up with someone no not like that not like that yeah in the case of miranda not only being set up with someone but being set up with someone that's like completely different (laughs) sexual orientation than you (laughs) yeah i know that's yeah that's never happened to me thank god i mean people have made assumptions about my sexuality but thank god nobody's ever like set me out on a date miranda fessed up and said you know to the girl right away like that she's not a lesbian but they still had fun yeah they played ball yes but the the boss seeing them together assuming they were a couple (laughs) another assumption another assumption and for once she was always ignored and overlooked but now because she was a lesbian you know and like a token minority Mm -hmm. he invited her over to his house to have a meal with a couple of like other partners of the firm it's like she just said yes without even checking in consulting with the girl (laughs) Checking in with the other woman, but luckily she was a good sport about 
Yeah, no, she was. And agreed to go. Moving on to Carrie. She went to have lunch with some really annoying married couple who, like, finish their sentences and, like, do this fake thing where they insult each other and, like, play. I it's hate cutesy. it. cutesy. Cutesy, but not blah, It's barf. like foreplay for, like, <laughs> barf. Like, oh, I don't want to see it. And the next thing you know, oh, they run into her Oh, my gosh. Like, you know, like, it's not her. And she's, the other girl's giving her, like, oh, you know, like, you don't mind, right? Like, Carrie, what is she going to say? Like, he's right here. I'd be an asshole if I said, yeah, I do mind. Yeah. You know? So they they have the guy sit with them. Next thing you know, they have to run off somewhere. And then Carrie ends up staying. For this, like, unofficial date Yeah, this guy. unofficial blind date that was sprung on her. And he's, he's like a nice guy on paper. Like, I feel like we've all had that nice guy on paper. He's responsible. He's the marrying kind. Yes. He's, like, wants to have a family and he wants has, to get like, married. The house or the apartment, the whole thing. Carrie's like, well, let me let me just try it out. Let mm-hmm. me let me give this a whirl and see. So they, they went on a couple of dates and whatnot. He ended up inviting her to a party that he was hosting. <laughs> so, of course, Carrie invites her friends because who wants to go to a party alone? To a party alone. So she invites Samantha and Charlotte to this party. They all three look amazing. Yes. They're wearing their little sexy dress dresses going to this party probably like on a saturday night or something they walk in and lo and behold it's a bunch of couples it's the world's most boring party there are three single girls in a room with a bunch of couples yeah carrie everybody's like oh he's such a great guy you're gonna do great with him women are telling him oh we've slept with him he's wonderful in bed the uh, guys are telling him how much he has in his bank it's just really weird samantha samantha realizes that she slept with a number of guys in the room (laughs) now it's questionable whether she slept with them while they were married or not but who knows but she brought up a good point to charlotte charlotte said well i would never sleep with a marrying a married guy and samantha's like how do you know that you have it yeah like people are not always advertising that you know who knows if she had sex with these guys while they were married if she even knew they were married but here they are in front of her face with their wives and yeah she's the leper yeah she's getting the side eye looks and like the wives are coming over you've you've lingered too long (laughs) pissing on their territory (laughs) which is funny because for me as a married woman i'm like do i do that I don't know. No, you don't do that. You don't, like, you don't know. You really don't. <laughs> Not that we go to many parties no, with, like, there's don't. a lot of single people. That we was just thinking of that. with yeah. people that we don't know. But, yeah, they all came over pissing on their territory. And Samantha was just over this party and getting yeah, drunk she was just, But my thing is, why didn't Samantha just leave? Nothing well, she's was there with her friends. I know, but I would you have left. Have, I would you have don't left. leave your friends stranded, Charlotte. Charlotte was there, too. It yeah. wasn't like she was leaving Carrie all alone, you know? If I went to a party and, like, it was all married people and I realized I'd slept with half of the guys <laughs> there, I'd be like, oh, peace, peace out. out. <laughs> well, Samantha decided to, like, power through and she drank a bunch. Anyway, her story, like, in every episode, her story is not always substantial but there's always a sex scene yeah, so always, she ended up yeah. hooking up with Charlotte took her home because she's <laughs> a good friend and she ended up sleeping with Charlotte's doorman but yeah. that didn't really he was adorable much. though he, he really was really was. cute he was like this little Irish like mm-hmm. I don't know he was just adorable his little pink lips his yeah. pouty pink lips <laughs> 
Carrie was then faced with a dilemma. Like, does she continue seeing this guy, which looks good on paper, and she's trying on, like, a, what did she call him? Like, a Donna Karan. A Donna Karan dress. <laughs> yeah. Or does she, like, tell him that she's just not that into him? She ends up telling him marrying is not for her. That's, yeah. You, you she's not wrong. there yet. Or yeah. she just doesn't know, and he clearly wants someone that he can have a baby with, have a family with. That was really important to him. She kind of put it out there. And, which I found kind of weird, she set up Charlotte with him. Which, is that weird? Like, do people do that? I don't do that. And when Harry met Sally, they did that. Yeah, that must is that be like a white like, people yeah, thing? Yeah, maybe that's a Caucasian thing because we don't do that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. weird. When Harry met Sally, they did the same thing. They kind of like swapped date and ended up. That's so weird. But on the flip side, like maybe they'll hit it off. Maybe those are soulmates because <laughs> you find it weird because you dated him for a week. A week, fine. But like they well, yeah, do Harry it. Said she met him like a week. Like it was like a week that they were dating. It's no, but what, city when, when Harry met Sally, they were dating for a while weren't they no, no they, they were best they. friends yeah they were best friends anyway i've spoken to guys about this and they said the same thing that like every woman wants to get married and then somebody asked them to get married and, and then, then they, they say want- no one friend of mine was like every woman has met a decent guy in their life and turned him down and i was wondering if that had any truth to it I think so. But you know what? I feel like, yes, there are some guys that are, like, really nice. They look great on paper. But if the chemistry is not there, it's not there. You know? like well, What I, is chemistry, exactly? Are we talking about, like, bedroom chemistry? Or are we talking about, like, personality chemistry? All of the above. Like, yeah. I just feel like... I've dated someone that was, like, the marrying kind, like, the really good guy yeah. on paper. As did I. Yeah. Yeah. As did and I, it and just, it didn't work either. And it didn't I. work. And I just feel like it has to be both. There has to be that interest because this is not, marriage is a long haul thing. Mm-hmm. If someone bores you already, <laughs> then how do you expect to be with the same person for 50 years and not be bored as hell of them? Yeah. You're already yeah. bored of them in, like, a week and carries case yeah like you gotta be with someone that keeps it interesting whatever that means for you it sucks i mean like i feel like just as there's really good women on paper there's really good guys on paper and it doesn't always work out but when it does it's a wonderful thing you know when you find the right good guy on paper and also good for you but yeah so carrie ended up breaking his heart like not breaking his heart but breaking it to him that she just wasn't interested in what he wanted and set him up with charlotte they went on a couple days and then they were both the marrying kind but they just realized they weren't marrying kind for each other i think the thing that i like about this episode too is that all the girls kept it real mm-hmm. with everybody cool we didn't revisit miranda so she ended up going to her boss's dinner and fessing up at the end and yeah. after to her boss to her boss and saying hey He's like, oh, we need to do this again. And she's like, you know, there won't be a next time. I'm really not a lesbian. (laughs) I just used this opportunity to get in the door and, like, talk to you a little bit about the work I've been doing at the firm. And it seemed to work. And I think he appreciated her honesty Honesty, at the moment. In the elevator ride, she did attempt to kiss her just to see, like, hey, like, is this something? Like, is this a stone I haven't unturned? The world's most awkward kiss, by the way. (laughs) And they both agreed that Miranda was not a lesbian yes. <laughs> and kept it moving. But I feel like it was 
kind of a shame that Miranda had to um, resort to yeah. those tactics. Yeah, she had to resort to, to claiming a different sexual orientation <laughs> and, like, just pretending to be a couple. Because I don't think it was so much that she was straight or that she was gay, but it was that she was in a couple. Yep. Like, no one wants to have a dinner party with a bunch of couples and then one single person. Yeah. It sucks that she had to resort to lying in order to even get her foot in the door. This is why none of my friends want to hang out with me, because they don't want to hang out with just a single girl. So all my friends are in couples. And, you know? Yeah. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, geez, it's true. Like, I have a hard time getting, like, an invitation anywhere, you know? Aww. I invite you everywhere. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're my sister. I know, but I mean, like, outside of my family. Yeah, that's got to be hard. Especially, like, being single, I guess, in your 30s. Like, mm. you're as you're approaching your 30s. Mm. It's a different ballgame. It sure is. It sure is. That's pretty much the episode, right? One of the things that they talked about was single ladies were not to be trusted. Mm. They said married women take two views. They either don't trust single women or they pity them Mm. and in your experience is that i really don't know i'm trying to think like i have a few single friends i have some older single women friends think about it you're like i don't know if that's many like you hang out with one-on-one you don't bring your single friends to my home very often like, you did recently, but I think that had more to do with COVID than anything else. I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, the single friends I have. Some of them are, like, 50. Yeah. yeah. And then... The Some t- are, like, really young, like, 25. Younger than me, yeah. Yeah. You. Me. <laughs> I'm not a friend. I'm a sister. <laughs> and according to your husband, I'm a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Our older daughters. <laughs> if anything, I take like I live vicariously through your story. So, yeah, I, yeah, I relate to the sing for your dinner. <laughs> I get that a lot. I get that a lot. Like, I feel like when I, couples do invite me over, they want to hear what's going on. In what's my going dinner. in your dating life? <laughs> and I have to like reach into my archives. I feel like yeah. I haven't done too much of that recently. So. I relate with that part of it. Living vicariously through yeah. these stories. Yeah. But, but what do you do with that information? Or is it just fun to listen? I think it's fun to listen to. So, Pretend like you're one of the single girls. I don't look at you guys with pity. Like, I've been married for 12 years. So for me, we're mar- together for eight to five. Yeah, that, right? Yeah, and together for like 20 years. So it's not a walk in the park. It's wonderful. Like, I think it's a beautiful thing. The partnership we have. Like, I love my husband. And I feel like we get along really well. And we're good friends. Like, yeah. We're best friends. I would yeah. consider him my best friend it's not easy being married to someone so i I didn't relate to the women in the episode that were like pitying Mm -hmm. the single girl if anything i I live vicariously through you guys i think sometimes my other sister might Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, well, don't worry. When when you get married, pat, pat on my head, <laughs> you'll experience this or you'll experience that. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think that you need to get married to experience those things either. I'm open-minded in that way. Mm-hmm. I just don't think marriage is the end-all, be-all. Like, parenthood isn't the end-all, be-all. It was the path that I wanted to choose, but it's not for everyone. And I feel like if, if more people were honest about that there'd be a lot of happier people out there yeah absolutely i think as a single woman i don't 
really surround myself with people who don't like <laughs> you know what I mean like I don't like feeling not liked <laughs> yeah sometimes I do feel like people feel bad for me you know because again when I share my dilemmas and dating and my sex life and I'll be like you know and they're like oh that sucks mm-hmm. having to go through that I don't have to go through that you know and I don't know what's going on in their head whether they're like oh yeah I'm so lucky to not have to go through bad sex or go through awkward moments or anything like that or maybe they're like oh I wish you know I could or whatever I don't know what's going on in their end but I think sometimes that gets a little like I feel a little bit of pity on that front where you know they feel for my frustration I mean like I'm sure on the flip side of it like I'm sure you pity some of your married friends when they gotta deal with the bullshit with their spouses or significant others if they're not married I mean there's definitely oh for sure for sure I mean when it comes to like things that you fight about I'm so glad that I'm single and I don't want to fight about those things deal with the bullshit yeah I don't have to deal with that stuff I do appreciate it at the same time when I go home at night, sometimes I miss being cuddled. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get yourself a body pillow. Can't the same, baby. Madeline. We want to feel hair on the chest. We want to smell a bit of B.O. Get off. <laughs> You've been very too long. I know. No. Um, no, yeah. Like, I do. I, I crave. I feel like sometimes I surprise myself by how long I can go without human touch. I'm like, bit you today. You're like, yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> I'm like working. So we're working side by side. We're working from home. I'm like on my computer. <laughs> clicking away and then all of a sudden I'm like wait did you just bite me <laughs> I just felt like I don't know I thought this was such a bonding moment I just overcome with yeah. emotion that she had to bite I me to give you a little love nip <laughs> funny the other thing that i and i mean this is not like a major theme or anything but one thing that was brought up and that i've noticed a lot too is that they were talked about people and the we once you become yes. a couple the we oh we do this <laughs> we have to get back to you or i have to check in with like we love this show and we watch yes. this and we love to eat at this restaurant yeah like we, we. my one friend does this thing where i'm like are you available this night to like have drinks or whatever she's like well let me check I'll get back to you because we usually do this <laughs> on this night <laughs> no the, okay. the classic thing was I sent someone something for their social media page I kind of like worked on some branding and they said their spouse yeah. loves it I'm like but what do you what think what do you think <laughs> I asked it twice right like I initially said it like I sent it and I said hey what do you think so and so loves it i'm like well do you what do you think that's what i asked like what do you think i don't care what so-and-so thinks and as a person who's in a married couple do you think that your opinions have kind of faded away into this conglomerate yes it's sometimes i mean like sometimes it makes sense like we're watching black mirror right now and we're really into it so we are watching (laughs) and we're literally watching it together so that means i got 
God forbid one of you watch it without the other. <laughs> well, the other day you guys tried to get me yeah, to I watch know, an episode. No, you were like, so faithful. I'm so proud of you. I know. I was just like, I can't do that. We are watching this together. I can't. Because I would be pissed if he watched it without me. Yeah. So I was trying to Did you tell him that you had no. an opportunity? You should. He would have been like, good girl. Like, you no. should have done that. But for the most part, I saw it in the episode and that annoys me too when people talk like that. So I'm more mindful of that too. Yeah. Like, making sure that I'm not using we. Yeah. Like, we're each individual. It's not right to be making assumptions for him. But at the same time, it's nice, I think, you know, in new relationships mm-hmm. to enjoy the things that you do share. So As long as you don't lose your own oh, yeah. individual identity. Mm. When do you become, like, this, the emojis with, like, the two people? <laughs> the twinning. <laughs> when do you become the twin emoji? <laughs> Versus like a single person, you know? Yeah. And you don't remember what you like and what you're about. Or there was a perfect, the perfect scene to that is, have you ever seen Runaway Bride? You know me, I'm like a romantic comedy. I've fanatic. seen it, but I can't like remember Okay, all the so detail. for Julia Roberts' character, she's a serial monogamer. She's gone uh-huh. through like so many relationships, so many marriages, proposal, and she always runs away. This one guy, Richard Gere, is doing an interview to all of her exes. Yeah. And he asks her, how does she like her egg and they're like oh simple she likes it just like me uh, and like every guy said that so in every relationship she, likes she it ate her eggs exactly like the her guy. partner yeah the guy and she was like when she read the article finished she was like oh my god like how really do I like my eggs I have no idea and I thought that was really interesting people do you just forget morph into yeah you're like you get oh. absorbed into the other person yeah you try something like I've done that before where I've dated a guy especially when it comes to like Chinese food mm. I don't know why this happens when it's Chinese food but like you eat Chinese food and the guy was like they ordered this thing and you're like oh let me try a little bit of yours and you're like oh that's not too bad little by little you stop ordering what you used to order and you just share the meal that he yeah. likes interesting I mean I find that with regards to food like that it's just because I'm not an adventurous eater mm-hmm. like unless someone else ordered something yeah and then and I'll someone try introduce it. you to it yeah so I want to end, especially for this series, because Carrie asks a question every episode. So I want to pose it at the end of our discussion just to see it where we stand. Yeah. So for this episode, Carrie's question was, is there a secret cold war between singles and married? From your point of view as a single woman, do you feel like there is a competition there? Like lines have been drawn in the sand between marrieds and singles? Sheesh. I'm trying to decide if I should give you honest truth, raw honest truth, or if I should give you cookie cutter. No, always a raw honest truth. Okay. In my experience, married women, and this is, of course, outside of our interaction, because you're my sister. So that's different. Yeah, like, that's different. Our interaction's different. I'm talking about my interaction with other women. I think they do one of three things. One, they hang out with me separately. Mm-hmm. Two, they're wary of me. Or three, they're trying to get me to join them in their bedroom, in their marriage, yeah, and relationship. Oh, really? To not, like, to take away the, I think the reason they do that to like take away the competition if i invite you in then it's my choice you've been invited into several times several, several times, times. yeah 
like a lot. So what? yeah, I can't believe you have that, but that's all right. Well, not no. not, not that you haven't invited me, but like I can't believe that you've in never general? been invited. Well, no. that makes sense because you've always been in a relationship. <laughs> so yeah, so those are the three things wow. that I. So I would say yeah, a little bit. I think women like don't know how to handle offline. You're gonna have to give me details <laughs> on some of that. Wow. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I think that happens a lot. So I'll be honest. As a married woman, I don't think it's about the woman. I don't think of the relationship status. I think it's about the person. I've had friends that have admitted to me that they've slept with married people, mm-hmm. have slept with married friends that I know. Yeah. They're still my friends. But, but they're like, a little, you're, you're a little more cautious. I'm now. a little more cautious. Yeah. But it's not because they're single. As a matter of fact, one person in particular was married. <laughs> you know, so it's not because they're married or single. It's because of the person and their well, moral compass. Well, it's it's because you know that that's a line that they've crossed before. And, and they're who, comfortable crossing it. Yeah. It's not like they've had much. It wasn't like they, they had much regret about it right. or struggled with the decision. Right. It was just something that they were comfortable with. And I so think like, that's fair. I with, think that's with fair. some people, I, I'm not comfortable inviting them in or like just having them come hang out in my house or whatever but for the most part like I've had plenty of single friends that I've invited over and like I feel like my husband's respectful enough or I expect him to be respectful enough to like you know be polite yeah. say hello yeah. but like not be all up in the biz and making it about himself yeah like sure. Peter if you have to talk about it I feel like there should not be a point where that sh- would happen because you should have these kind of conversations prior to having your friends over mm-hmm. night. Honey, yeah. this isn't a line we're crossing. I mean, like, I don't, as a rule of thumb, I don't really have that many people come over to my house, but, like, I don't see a single person and automatically think of them as a threat. I only think of, like, people that have weird moral compasses that yeah. I'm like... And I think that's fair. I think, I think we all do that, because I know I've done that to other single girls when mm. I've been in a relationship. You know, mm. I've had a friend... Um, from high school who was like notoriously throwing herself and I remember bringing my boyfriend along for dinner or something and she actually she showed up like half naked she was in like a crop top and these booty shorts where her ass oh, was you have to tell me who that was <laughs> too yeah and then like we went downstairs to watch a movie and she's like oh I'll sit next to him you sit next to him all the time <gasps> yeah she and I was like oh no oh, she's sitting next to me no <laughs> way <laughs> had a family member yes oh yeah at a funeral no less oh god no so yeah like there's There's some people that are just agreed they're slimy unfortunately like if we're friends with samantha it's not that we're we're not hating the player we're hating the game Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's totally fine for her to live her life just don't do that in my territory and to be fair i don't think to be territorial and to be fair like samantha just doesn't seem like the kind of person to like purposely go after like a friend's man no no she'll go out like with a man in public yeah like i don't think she would purposely go after like one of her friends man think about well i don't know if we want to spoil for later 
later, but later with Big. Later. After Carrie started seeing Big, remember, in the beginning, Samantha liked Big. Uh-huh. But after she realized that, mm-hmm. you know, he liked Carrie, Carrie liked him. She, she became, backed off. She backed off and she became very protective of Carrie. She's never crossed that line with Carrie and Big before. And yeah. not that she did in the beginning. She didn't know. Again, like, I don't like the player. Just play your game on your side of the street. Yeah. You know? And I think that's a general rule of thumb. There's nothing wrong with being a little bit territorial, especially if you're in not an open relationship. Yeah. You know? Agreed. I personally don't feel like there's a cold war between singles and marries, yeah. at least from my point of view. But I do know some people that do look down on single people. Oh, yeah. You or know? like, like marriage, why are you still single? Yeah, like there's something wrong with you because yes. you're still single. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Like, <laughs> are you gay? Are you, yeah. you know, what are you have doing? trauma? Yeah. Like, what is your story? But this was a really good episode. As you can tell, we have a lot of material today. We spoke a lot. I think the last one we like, our podcast was like 16 minutes. This one, like, we're recording for quite a while, but it was a great episode and a lot of food for thought. Not to mention, I just want to say this was a great episode and it didn't really involve Big or any of the other big male characters. So you can have a great life without (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing that out there. So, um, I think that's it. What did you think about the wine? It's delicious. So, I want It's going down real smooth. Mm -hmm. I'm like on my. So, I want to say it's not too sweet. It's not too dry. I think it's perfect, very crisp. And you can taste like the berry flavor, which I always enjoy. I let you make all the descriptions. <laughs> the descriptors because I'm not that good. I'm just like, it's good. Thumbs up. It's very good. I highly recommend it. What was the name again? It is Whispering Angel. Yeah. Very good. It's, and it's it, French. They they Rose. sell it in big in big bottles. So mm-hmm. that's always good. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Bye.